Welcome, Welcome to the Author Factor Podcast, the show for profitable insights and tips with business owners, entrepreneurs, and CEOs who use their nonfiction book to create the ultimate competitive advantage and grow their business. Grow their business. Grow their business. Here's your host, Amazon best-selling author and book publishing coach, Mike Capuzzi. Welcome to another profitable episode of the Author Factor Podcast. I'm Mike Capuzzi, and I want to thank you for joining us. My guest today is Igor Kafetz. Igor specializes in helping average people break the link between their time and their income. He's the Amazon best-selling author of the book, List Building Lifestyle, Confessions of an Email Millionaire, cool title, a book where he tells the story of how he went from working as a Burger King busboy to becoming a cash millionaire before his 25th birthday using nothing but email. Igor, welcome to the Author Factor podcast. Thanks, Mike. Great to be here. I appreciate your time today. And uh, you and I were kind of just talking about some folks that we mutually know that are in the marketing world. So it's, it's very cool to see what you've done in a short amount of time. So let's jump in. And if you don't mind, you know, I'd love to hear more about your business, who you serve, and how you serve them. Yeah, well, I help people make money using affiliate marketing. Specifically, I help people break the link between their time and their income. Because, you know, we, we get brought up thinking that our time is worth something and that, you know, if we do some sort of a job, then we deserve to get paid by the hour. Well, I never liked that idea because at some point you realize there's only so many hours in the day. And if you want to get paid any decent money, you have to be charging a lot of money per hour. Well, there was actually, eventually I discovered a way out of it. And it is through leverage of having an email list. And that's what my life's been about now for like 12 or 13 years. That's what you've built. So tell me, what, what do you do today as far as your clients? Do you have courses? Obviously you have a book, but how are you helping others? Like how, if somebody's interested, in, you know, at the end you'll share your information, but with this email list you've built, what do you what do you do? I got it. I got it. So if 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 you're someone who's frustrated with their limited income and limited possibilities, limited freedom, and you realize that if you just had more money coming in from multiple streams of income and preferably passive income, you could live a completely different life, maybe move to a warmer place, maybe send your kids to a better school, maybe have a little bit more time with your family, maybe have, you know, more opportunities in your life, invest more or otherwise, uh, then this is what we do. We help you do that. We help you build an online business based around email marketing and based on having an email list that's a proper asset that can that you can really make money with every single day. And uh, we help you build your list from scratch, even if you have no idea how to do it, even if you don't have a product or a service of your own. And we help you monetize that list. Now, if you're somebody with a product or a service, then we can teach you how to start generating more people onto your email list, convert more people into your product or service, and make more money while working less by leveraging your email list as being your 24-7, you know, sales closing, never missing your follow-up email kind of, uh, you know, helper, if you will. So Igor, just out of curiosity, uh, a lot of our listeners are local business owners, uh, professional services, lawyers, doctors, retailers, stuff like that. Is what is shared in your book, what we're going to talk about today, does it also apply to those kind of businesses? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I got a client, he's a student in one of my masterminds, um, who's got a um, cell phone or smartphone repair store. Mm -hmm. 
So he repairs smartphones, sells new smartphones, and he's got, I think, some gadgets in addition to that, like drones and stuff like that. Well, he's got an email list. He's a local store, but he's got an email list. And anytime he's got like a new iPhone shipment coming in, or he's run runs or is running a special for broke, you know, for fixing your screen, because we all know that fixing a screen for some reason costs more than buying a new device. You know, that's just never been. I don't understand why is that. Um, or if he's got like you know, a new gaming processor coming in, maybe NVIDIA is releasing a new graphics card for the gamers. All he has to do is just send out an email and he also collects phone numbers so he can do the same thing with text messages, but he just sends out an email to his customers and says, hey, we got a new shipment of NVIDIA graphics cards. And, you know, if you're looking to run the new Call of Duty at a high, you know, FPS, then you should come in and or you should email me back and I'll save you a copy and as long as you come in today. And he says that every time he emails, it's a, it's a spike of sales. And, you know, it, it can be done by literally anybody. I got a buddy who's a lawyer. He's a lawyer who consults people. Um, he's like a, he started out as a consultant, but he was always like in the law space. And then he got a lawyer degree. So he's now both. And his specialty is he helps you both form partnerships properly with contracts and everything so you don't get bamboozled by your partner afterwards when you guys split up um, but also his primary thing he helps people from from abroad to form companies entities corporations get a mailing address etc here in Canada I'm in Toronto so he's you know his office is right here so he's been doing this for quite some time as you can understand and over time he collected a lot of people who communicate with him primarily by email so now I helped him take everybody who he's got in his contact list, who's a client, move them into a CRM system, tag them properly in the system. So anytime he wants to run a special or anytime he wants to follow up with the people who kind of said they wanted his services but never really followed through, which we know a lot of people are like that, you know, he can just select the contacts, load an email, and send. Now, the the the, the beauty of, of, of this process is the leverage because it's not like if you have a 1,000 people on your list, uh, you, you don't just sit there and copy and paste the email a thousand times. It actually takes you five or 10 minutes to write the email. And then the software is the one who's doing the copy and pasting while you're away somewhere. So this is what we call the leverage. It's, it's being able to get in front of a lot of people with an offer uh, or follow up with them automatically using technology uh, with very little effort. Therefore, winning back a lot of time and, of course, making money in the process, which is, you know, just cherry on the top. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here nodding in agreement only because I've worked with a lot of local business owners, I mean, thousands over the years, and it, most of them do not do this. Most restaurant owners don't capture their customers. You walk out the door, you'll never hear from them again. Uh, Igor, I'll have to share a very quick story for you. It's going to make your head burst. But I had a, a, So I'm in the Philadelphia area, and this gentleman owned a couple uh, local retail stores, and they were their mainstays in the biz, in the community. They've been there for decades. I'll never forget. He was part of a mastermind group I ran, a local one. And I'll never forget the day I asked him. I said, "You know, how many emails? Because I knew he collected emails. He had nine thousand people on his list. So my next question, which I'm sure would have been your next question, is, okay, what do you do with it? Nothing. No. He never <laughs> once emailed a nine thousand. He just collected them, which was smart. Like most people, it just blew my mind. But you're a hundred percent right. We could talk all day about this. The value of any business owner, online, offline, doesn't matter. Solopreneur, big company, 
there's so much value into building a healthy email list and leveraging that weekly, daily, whatever it might be. So let's talk about your book because I love the title, uh, List Building uh, Lifestyle. And I know it's a book, it's your first book, correct? Well, you know, technically it's the first book that got uh, published and printed like a real proper thing you can hold in your hand. <laughs> but but before, I pre- before I put this book together, I must have produced like a couple hundred webinars and, yeah. and lots of content. Actually, this is the second writing of the book because the first one I really, really hated and I just got rid of it. I wrote a 32,000 word piece. Wow. And I then I I read it and I just didn't like it. It was so dry, you know. So I I scrapped it, and then I spent the next uh, thirteen days in coffee shops here locally in Toronto. I usually go to this one coffee shop called Landver Coffee Shop. It's like an Israeli coffee shop. They had got the best coffee, mm-hmm. so I would go there uh, about three hours a day. Would take me to to write a chapter. So I just wrote it from scratch. But yeah, like it's a it's a the first ever printed piece, that's for sure. And just for our listeners, and we're, you're going to be able to get a copy of it here in a, in a few minutes, but it is a short book, which, I, you know, you and I don't even, we don't know each other well, but that's the only kind of books I publish, we publish for our clients. So it's about a one hour read thereabouts. I, I paged through it. And yeah, you know, you went from a, you know, essentially a 32,000 page book, which is two or three of our, you know, 100 page type books. So uh, I think there's a lot of good reasons. So let's talk about it because you're you're a marketing, you know, expert, you're an email marketing expert. Uh, I'm going to ask you, well, before we before I ask how you're using it, just let's talk about the, you know, the version that's currently available. You know, why did you write it? Like you've done all this other stuff and, you know, who wrote, you know, who you wrote it for and then why they should read it. All right. Well, um, why did I write it? Um, before this, before I wrote the book, I was already like pretty famous in my space. So if you looked up things like email marketing, uh, list building, you would eventually come across me because, you know, there's a lot of people who talk about me. There's lots of content. Uh, we got a, a podcast under the same name where we hosted some pretty big names like Joe Vitale who's also actually a big list builder, John Asaraf just recently, Dr. John Demartini, uh, our mutual friend, Matt Basak, uh, Craig Ballantyne, Better Schoolian, like a lot of people who also publish books. Uh, Chris Voss was a really cool episode. Um, so I was already like up and coming, right? But I really felt there was a book in me. And um, it also made sense to publish it because you know, I've been I've been following people like Tony Robbins and and the like uh, for for since forever. Like the you know I owe it to to those people uh, as far as like making decision change my life and um, so many good things happened. And every single one of them has a book, at least one flagship book, and I read it. So I figured okay, I got all these different webinars and different content sites and articles and blogs. And, uh, you know, I must have emailed now well over, I would say, 100,000 emails uh, to all sorts of lists. But I don't have a book. And um, I figured I'm not really reaching with my message. I'm not reaching um, a big chunk of my audience, people who should know the message. Because anytime I would go, like, I'm a father, I got two kids, so I, I would go to like recitals and all kinds of, you know, practices and extracurricular activities with my kids. And I would get talking with other parents and everybody wants to know what I do. 
And at some point, I just got tired of explaining because it like it really requires some explaining. So you know what I said? You know what? I'm going to write a book in a way where everyone will be able to get it. Like if you just read my book, you'll get it. You'll get my story. You'll get my approach. You'll get my system. And uh, it seems to have worked because eventually the benefit that I didn't expect uh, with this book is it, it sort of became the the entry, the doorway, the window into my world where, and I track this by the way, where if somebody gets through the book, if they find me and they read the book first before they see anything else, they just stick around. So, you know, there's this theory about a thousand true fans where you only need a thousand true fans to have a, both a profitable business and an impact. Well, the book is making that happen. Like you get a thousand people to read the book and they stick around, they know your message, they know your story, they care about what you're saying, what you're doing. And um, I'm loving it. Like it's way better than, you know, doing webinars and, you know, uh, writing long form sales letters and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm a huge fan of using a book as a, com not only a conversation starter, but as a doorway, as you suggest, into your business. And all the smart marketers, you know, I, I have a copy of Matt Bayside. You might even have it from probably 15, maybe even longer years ago. A little, a little book. It was even smaller than my books. Uh, a little lead generation book he wrote, you know, years and years. And I know Matt's written tons of books. But the, uh, the, the, the value of being able to offer a real book. I mean, I do think it's, you know, you're doing a printed book that's offered through a funnel, et cetera. I mean, you can do it online digitally, but the value of having a book as that first step, it just differentiates you. I mean, and you know this, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people talking about email marketing and list building and all that, but they're not, you know, they're not book authors. So, uh, exactly. Kudos. Author is the keyword, I think, because when you, when, you know, now my daughter, she's almost 10. When somebody asks her what, what her dad does, right. She used to say he sends emails. <laughs> so basically she, my daughter was saying my daddy's a spammer or, or something, but now, but now she's like, my dad's an author. Right. So it kind of, it has a different ring to it. So if, if I'm going to an event or, or, or whatever, and I have to meet people and, you know, are attending the JV mixers of all kinds, you know, like I can introduce myself as a published author, which immediately sets me aside from like mm -hmm. everyone else. Uh, besides one, there's one exception to this, of course, whenever you go to a JV mixer, that's purely for authors. In that case, <laughs> everybody's a best-selling author. Everyone's yeah, right. like, New York Times this, USA Today that. And it's like, damn it, I'm not even going to mention my book now. Now I'm going to mention my podcast instead. There you go. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, you're right. It always depends. But uh, for, for most of the time and for most people, it's a big game changer. And the other thing that's a great about a book, and, and again, kind of the book that you, you, you produced, and you mentioned leverage earlier, your book's a couple of years old and you're still leveraging it today. Same here. I mean, books that I've produced yeah. years ago are still, you know, viable, profitable. Unchanged. Yeah. Unchanged. Yeah. 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 So, Igor, I'd love to hear, you know, again, this, this podcast is meant to inspire others uh, to sure. maybe write that first book. But I'd love to hear, and you've kind of already alluded to it a bit, but with all that you're doing in your marketing, can you yeah. share like one idea or one example of how you're using that book to make a big difference, not only for you and your business, but even for readers' lives. Like, what are you doing with that book to make a difference? Well, for the lack of a better word, I, I, I plug that book everywhere I go. Hmm. Like, I just try to plug it in because, um, 
it's 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 a it's a no risk, low entry barrier way to find out more about what I do and whether what I do can help you as somebody who connects with me, whether you're a potential JV partner, whether you're a customer, whether you're just, maybe you know someone mm-hmm. and you can share the book with them, right? Um, um, this is really just, you know, my life story in, in, in a cover that gets the conversation started, like you said. It's a great way to offer value too. Like I've participated in uh, quite a few, uh, what do you call them? Like summits or challenges where there's like a lot of people coming in and everyone's contributing something. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I contribute my book. I, j- I just, you know, send a free copy of my book. And, um, you know, that has a lot of value. Plus people get to feel it in their hand. Like something about, I don't know what it is, but something about someone holding your book in their hand yeah. physically, even if they don't read it. Even if they don't read it, even if it's just right there on the on the whatever the the shelf, still they think about you. Still they think differently about you yeah. too. Because you know how many times you subscribe to an email list and completely ignored everything that person sent you, or how many times did you like share your email address in exchange for a free report? Only like, and you have a specific email address. You do that by the way, where it's like it's my junk email address. You know, uh-huh. like that's what I'm gonna give you. But it doesn't happen with the book. Uh, it really doesn't. Like people find the book to be of value, and uh, and that makes all the difference. Yeah, yeah. Amen to that for all that. Yep. I'm assuming, and I think I when I was you know kind of going through some of your stuff. I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Do you use your book as part of a book funnel? You are not wrong, my friend. I definitely do. Uh, I do have a book funnel. Um, and I'm hoping that whoever's listening right now will actually go through it as well. Um, it's located at igorsbook.com. And it's basically an opportunity for you to get the book uh, for free. I'll, I'll ship it. I'm sorry. I'll print it for free. But I ask you to chip in on the shipping and handling uh, for uh, 10 bucks, And I'll actually throw in over $3,000 in bonuses that include the professional audible version the one you can go on Audible and actually buy, uh, narrated professionally. Um, I will also give you the digital version. And I will give you several courses about building your, your email list and about traffic generation for free as a bonus for you to simply get the book. Now, if you take me up on this offer, you will share your information with me, including your email. And then you'll start getting emails from me every day so you can actually... You know, I would just encourage you to do it just so you can, quote unquote, funnel hack me. You know, mm-hmm. this uh, the term that Russell Brunson invented. Like, just see how I do it and then model what I do. Yeah, I You'll mean, see lots of opportunities uh, to transfer this to anything you're doing. There's, you know, so many, I think a lot of folks, and myself sometimes even, were like, oh, here we go again, right? Like, okay. But if you sort of, if not even sort of, if you reposition how you look at any of these opportunities, so besides just getting probably a great little book that you've written, you should be, everyone listening should be using these opportunities to learn from smart people doing good stuff, right? So like you said, you call it funnel hacking. It's like, hey, what does Igor's page look like? What are his emails look like? He does them daily. Like, is there, you know, there's so much you can learn, not only just by reading, you know, the book, but by seeing what the person's actually doing, which is probably a lot of times even more valuable. So yeah, we'll encourage every, everybody. To you know, it, it reminds me, um, I remember watching this seminar by Frank Kern 
And I don't remember if it was mass control or list control, but um, it was one of them. And, and he was doing a speech about something. And then he said something that stuck with me throughout the years. He said, don't do as the gurus say, mm. do as the gurus do. Mm. Right. And so like when you go through my stuff or anyone else's stuff, you have the opportunity to do it. You have the opportunity to spot these patterns that all the gurus share in common. One of them is, of course, a book. Another one is a book funnel. I have a book funnel. Uh, Dean Graziosi has a book funnel. Tony Robbins has one. John Asareff has one. I mean, there's like, uh, what, Ryan Levesque has one. I mean, Frank Kern has quite a few, actually. And, and he publishes them specifically for the purpose of putting them in funnels. So the book funnel has been one of the most incredible things for my business. Like if I get a book subscriber or a book customer, again, to me, this person is really, really valuable. I'm talking thousands of dollars in lifetime value compared to somebody purchasing a $500 course, having actually less of a lifetime value compared to a $10 book buyer. And again, I track this stuff. I have a person full-time on staff, her job, is a very nice uh, lady. Her name is Margarita. Her job is to track sales from every avenue, calculate, you know, average lifetime customer value, and uh, just ensure we know what the hell we're doing. So as soon as we published the book funnel, like I had to track this on a monthly basis. And what I noticed is every month she would come back and that average lifetime customer value would be a little bit higher, a little bit higher, a little bit higher. So there's not only value in having it for the sake of social proof, uh, there's monetary value in having a book funnel and it continues to appreciate over time. Yeah, yeah, for sure, without a doubt. By the way, I, uh, I wrote about in a couple of my, my books, the oldest funnel I found, Igor, and you're a student of marketing, is from the late 1890s. So the, the 19th century, not the, you know, yeah, so yeah. I, ha I actually showed examples, and of all things, it was from a mattress maker, a company that used to make mattresses, and they wow. offered a free book, and we call it a funnel nowadays, but uh, yeah, I have ads from like 1903, but I found it as early as like 1898, very cool. But anyway, I digress. Wow. Um, so okay. we're, you and I aren't necessarily revolutionaries, but we're just, you know. Oh, no. Right, right, we're, we're just, you know, doing. doing but the you want to hear version. something funny? Um, now we were talking marketing history. Uh, I don't know if you uh, read the book by Dan Kennedy called um, Making Them Believe. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Yeah. So that guy, okay, so that guy the, the was the first guy. one to do, exactly, the go <laughs> testicle guy. So he was the first to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, he, he did radio, right? It was, it was a yeah, radio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but this is what we do. Like, this is podcasting, really. Talk radio, podcasting, yep. it's all the same thing. Yep. So it's just a different uh, technology, you know, but the concept is the same. You have a conversation over an audible media about uh, different insights, uh, information, news, uh, controversial topics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So I want to take a quick left turn. I know we have we have a time constraint today, but uh, I, I do want to ask you an email question because, you, you know, you're an expert in this. Um, you mentioned you do daily emails. Is that, in your in your professional uh, opinion, is that a prerequisite, Igor, for the local business owner, for the, you know, does it matter? Is that your suggestion for people that they do do daily emails or can they get by in a different capacity? 
Okay. Well, first off, I don't think my, well, my opinion is anything but professional. It's very subjective to uh, my own results, I'd say, and the results of the people I worked with over the years. Here's what I found. The more you email, the more money you'll make, period. And there is a way to email every day. In fact, multiple times per day that not only increases the response you're getting from the list, but actually improves your deliverability as well. Um, your unsubscribe rate will go down too. MailChimp did this study about unsubscribe rates and they've discovered that the highest unsubscribe rates are on lists that get emailed once a month. The lowest are on the ones that get emailed every day. So I, I can't do it justice in this interview for sure, but there is a way and a strategy and a system to email your list, whether you're a local business owner, whether you're a service provider, consultant, coach, author, affiliate marketer, or anything in between, maybe you run a charity, you can email your list every single day. Um, and you can not only, quote unquote, get away with it, but this will actually be way more beneficial to your business, both financially and long term relationship wise with your audience, than um, not emailing every day. A great example that comes to mind is my buddy Tom Woods. He runs a political newsletter. And he also has a list uh, kind of simultaneously built off of the political newsletter about uh, making money online because he's a believer in if you're making money online or if you're independently making money, then you have more freedom. Therefore, you can follow your political beliefs and support the political parties, etc. So he emails every single day like clockwork, never misses a day even, even if he travels. And I read every email. I'm not into politics. I'm, I'm really not. I've never followed the news. But I read his emails because they're darn interesting. So, uh, yeah, I would I would advise you to get on lists with authors, speakers, experts who email every day and just check them out, see how they do it, because you might be surprised what well, can happen. And to your point, and you know, we'll we'll wrap that part of the conversation up because you know, because again, you could be a whole couple of hours, if not days. Yeah, yeah. But you made the key point. If you're going to do that, if you're going to email daily, then you've got to understand and learn proper what it means to be a good email author, how to write quality emails, how to write emails that people do want to read on a daily basis. It can't just be, you know, if you do start just slapping some crap together, I think it's, it, it, you know, your, your list is going to quickly realize that. But you're right. If you study folks that are doing this right, it's pretty amazing. You know, they'll see something on the TV show, TV news in the morning, and by noon that day, they're writing an email about it, which is pretty smart. So, Igor, just out of curiosity, are you one and done when it comes to a book, or is there any future books in your... Uh... No, uh, you know, I was just um, telling my daughter today that I'm going to be interviewed about my book, and she's like, well, Dad, I think you should write another book. Hmm. And uh, I've been thinking about another one for some time now. I actually want to write one for my kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember uh, listening to an interview with another author who wrote a book about happiness uh, with, uh, I think it was interviewed by Mike Dillard. And um, Mike, Mike asked him, like, why did you write it? And he said, well, I wrote it because I want my kids to have a manual on what it, on how to be happy. And you know what? That inspired me so much. Um, and I, I do want to write a book for my kids about how to kick ass. Mm -hmm. Period. Because I feel that I didn't have a manual. My dad was a kick-ass guy, but he was a terrible, terrible father. I uh, had a drinking problem and a lot of other problems. Um, so he was a terrible role model. In fact, he was a great role model of what not to be and how not to be. And so I really, 
I've been playing with this idea to to write something for my kids as a manual for life, you know? Yeah, well, listen, I'm working right now currently with the U.S. Uh, Air Force. He's not a fighter pilot. He's a weapons uh, weapons officer. So he sits in the mm-hmm. back between behind the, uh, the, 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 the pilot in a fighter jet. And yep. he is doing exactly that. And this guy is pretty cool. He's done some cool stuff. And he's got two sons. I, I believe a third adopted son. And he's writing a book for them. And I encourage him. Like I saw the manuscript. I'm like, this is this is a book that others are going to want to buy and read because it's so powerful. So yes. And by the way, the last thing I'll share real, real quick, Igor. I just interviewed a, a, a young lady. She turns 15 this weekend. This coming weekend. She's 14 as of today. She's written 19 books. She what? has a book business. Non, now she writes fiction. But I interviewed her. I'm going to be releasing that episode next week. Just to, I want to bump it up in honor of her birthday. But 15 years old, amazing young lady. So maybe she can inspire your daughter. Do- I don't know if you said your daughter, but your, your kids. You know, there's, there's an opportunity for young kids to, uh, to write a book. So um, anyway, wow. yeah, it's pretty cool. So listen, Igor, as we get ready to wrap up here, I'd love, I know you've just got the one book, but that's still, you know, it's a lot more than a lot of people have done. I'd love to hear in your own words what it has meant to you uh, and your business to be a book author. To my business, it became a multiplier of everything that I do. So I went from just being a guy or an email guy to being an author. And so it opened the doors. Uh, All of a sudden, you know, uh, people look at me differently. It's even even the people who've known me for years too, because that sort of elevates your status and they're like, oh, wait, you got a book? And then after the book, it's like, oh, you got a podcast? You know, so they see me do all this stuff that everyone wants to do but is afraid to do, you know? Um, for me personally, it was a big milestone because, again, I, I'm a big reader. I read a book a week. Um, I've been reading for a long time. I've I've read lots of books. And I've always admired and respected the people who wrote them. I always, in a way, felt that they're like made of a different material or something. Like like they were allowed to publish a book and they had it in them and I didn't for some reason. And so it took me many, many years to get over that idea that, um, that they were different or I was different from them, that I wasn't worthy to publish a book. Why would anyone read my book or listen to me? And that was, again, that was after I've made millions of dollars online and wrote tons and tons of content that can fill 20 books. Uh, but once I published it, and actually I, I didn't share this, but I used my email list to turn it into an instant Amazon bestseller in several categories, uh, especially, by the way, the same week that uh, Gary V was launching yet another book of his. Uh, all thanks to my list, all thanks to the people who follow me. So if anyone's listening, thank you so much. Um, that kind of changed the paradigm. Right. And I went from being uh, one of the guys who sort of accidentally succeeded and maybe got lucky internally in my self image to being someone to be like, look at that. I, I pulled it off. Maybe, maybe I'm not so different from all these superstars. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a big deal. But the proudest moment was when my daughter actually found a copy of my book in my car in the back seat. It's like, Dad, it has your name on it. <laughs> well, yeah, I wrote it. It's like, Oh, you're an author? Wow. And then she actually read the book. And so I I, I felt really, really proud of that. That's moment, cool. You know? That's very yeah. cool. Well, listen, Igor, this has been great. Thank you for all the wisdom. Can you share more information about your podcast? Where can folks get your book? 
I know you mentioned it, but just re-mention it. And yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, the book is called List Building Lifestyle Confessions of an Email Millionaire. And you can get a copy at igorsbook.com. I'll uh, print it for free. I ask you to chip in on the shipping and handling for 10 bucks, And in exchange, I'll throw in over $3,000 of bonuses, which I guarantee are extremely valuable and are well worth the 10 bucks. Now, if you don't want to get it on igorsbook.com, then you got another option. You can go to Amazon and you can get it uh, for whatever the price is on Amazon. I don't remember now. Um, or if you do have Kindle Unlimited or a Prime membership, you can actually get it as a part of the Kindle Unlimited thing where you get my book, but you have to return some. It's like a library, right? You have to return someone else's book. So you have lots of options. Uh, you can get it any way you wish. Um, but my preference is for you to actually go to igorsbook.com because if you get it through igorsbook.com, I will have your email address. And if you get it through Amazon, I will not. So I would really like for you to go to igorsbook.com and get it there. And your podcast, where can they find that? Right. So the podcast is called the same. It's under the same title, The List Building Lifestyle Show. And uh, you can find it at listbuildinglifestyleshow.com or type in List Building Lifestyle in any uh, uh, podcast app like Spotify, iTunes or Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible.com, uh, Stitcher. I mean, whatever works for you, whatever you, I, I use Spotify personally. So, Very good. Well, listen, Igor, this has been great. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, we're looking for that book that you're writing to your kids. And maybe, maybe that'll be public, maybe not. But uh, I appreciate your time today. Well, my pleasure. And thank you so much for having me. And to my listeners, thank you. And if you found this podcast helpful, please help me grow by sharing with your network and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Till next time, this is Mike Capuzzi. Thank you for listening to the Author Factor Podcast. To learn more about Mike's unique short book publishing opportunities, please visit bitesizedbooks.com.